0: Uh, today it's Michael Thompson and Ireland as Michael and I get ready to broadcast the Laker game tonight. Lakers, Pelicans, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, tonight at Staples Center. Pregame starts at six, tip at seven thirty. And there is a huge football game in Los Angeles tomorrow night, Michael. Mm-hmm. Your guy, Lamar Jackson, Rookie of the Year. Taking on the eleven and three San Diego Chargers. And nice enough to join us right now. On his fiftieth birthday, is the head coach of the Chargers, Anthony Lynn. Happy birthday, Coach! How are you? Oh man, you had to put the number out there like that. Well, wait. What are you talking about, Michael? And I are older than you. We yeah. we congratulations. Forget the eleven and three. Congratulations on making it to fifty, Thank man.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Well, and and let let me start there. And you can answer this any way you want. Why are you guys eleven and three, Anthony? Why have so many things gone right this year, and you've won ten of your last eleven games?
1: You know, preparation. You know, these guys work hard. They prepare. And, you know, we're getting these close games that I guess we were, uh, the organization was losing years ago. And now we're winning. And, uh, I think it's just preparation and, and the guy's attitude. You know, uh, every, you know, people talk about the move up here. I mean, you called, you just called us San Diego. I was listening. Oh, wow. LA. I did. I didn't even know I did it. <laughs> you know, people talk about the move to LA and the temporary facilities and all that. I just think it's how you approach it. You know, we approach it with the right attitude. And I think this, Type of stuff I'll make you better, you know. I, I tell them all the time. Anytime you can be uncomfortable, but keep your spirit, you got a chance for great growth.
2: Hey, Coach uh, Philip Rivers, is this the best Philip Rivers that we've seen to date? The season he's having this year?
1: Well, he, he's, he's he's playing really good football. You know, uh, I didn't follow him back in the day. I don't, I don't know if this is his best year, but I just know he's having a really good season and, uh, uh, he's taking care of the football. He's, uh, getting the ball to where it needs to go and, uh, and his leadership is, uh, off the charts,
2: Mike. I mean,
1: he's, he's one of the most, one of the most prepared guys I've ever been around.
2: Lamar Jackson, that's my boy. I think he should be rookie of the year. I mean, I, he looks pretty good to, for for a wide receiver, <coughs> according to some uh, scouts out there. Well, coach, uh, how do you prepare for a dual threat player like that?
1: It's hard. It's hard because they make you play 11 or 11. And, and it's not something that you prepare for every week. You know, uh, playing this team is like playing, you know, Red Blake. Back in 1957, you know, is it is a run option scheme, and uh, they get they even get in bone formation, and so uh, it, it's. To get ready for this in a week, it's been real challenging. But, you know, it's, we've had those challenges, and we've, we've stepped up, and I'm sure we'll step up again.
2: Well, Coach, if I was your defensive coordinator, I'd be a pretty good one if I, if I oh, do say so myself. Uh, yes, you know, I, I kind of agree. Come on out, agree- man. Come on out. We're, we're always evolving. We're looking for a good <laughs> That's right. But I kind of agree with the talking heads on all the uh, football studio shows where you say when you play the Ravens, you gotta stack the box and force Lamar to beat you with his arm is that what you guys are gonna what are you do to talking b- about michael you like his arm i, I do but well, people say he can't throw so are you guys gonna you stack the box tomorrow he threw for, he threw
1: for nine thousand yards and co- over nine thousand in college and I, I saw him make some throws on a dime i studied him last year coming out you know he, so sometimes he's really accurate and there's times when he when he hasn't been so accurate but he can throw he can beat you with his arm uh they're not using him that way though i mean they they are calling 17 to 20 quarterback driven runs a week since he's taken over, and uh, I've never seen an NFL offense operate like this before. This is not like when Michael Vick was terrorizing the league with his legs and his arm, because Michael was a drop back passer. It's just that Michael would escape the pocket sometimes and take off. No, these are called runs for this guy, and uh, it's I mean he's like a running back back there. So we and, and my biggest concern is you know. we're we're trying to protect the quarterback in today's game. I don't want anybody getting confused. When that sucker leaves that pocket, he's a running back. Hit his ass. I don't
0: (laughs) want want
1: anybody taking it easy on this guy. Uh,
0: Anthony Lynn, the head coach of the Chargers, nice enough to join us on his birthday. Tomorrow night, the Chargers are on ABC 7. You can see the game on KBC Channel 7 against the Baltimore Ravens. Figures to be a great game. Both these teams are having good years, and especially the Chargers. And Coach, let's talk about your team. You've... looks like, at least from some reports I've read, but I'll let you confirm it, that you're going to get some weapons back. I, I hear Keenan Allen may be good to go. Melvin Gordon possibly. Um, Austin Eckler maybe, but unlikely. What are the updates on, on those three guys? Do you think he'll have them? Well,
1: Austin Eckler, he, he won't play this week. I can okay. say that right now. We had him doubtful and all that, but he, I'm not going to put him out there this week. Um, Melvin Gordon is back. He practiced all week. He was he started out limited, and then it, he was 4 Goal by the end of the week. Uh, Keenan Allen would be a game time decision. So,
0: uh, by the way, if you, I don't even know if you'll answer this, but I love your receivers. I think about, you got Mike Williams on one side, you got Keenan Allen on the other. If it's fourth and ten and the game's on the line and both of them are covered, where do you want Philip throwing it? You want him throwing it to Williams or you want him throwing it to Allen?
1: Man, we have confidence in both of those guys. I, I have a lot of confidence in Tyrell Williams, my other receiver. So, uh, is whoever you give us. I feel like we can make you pay in that group. Uh, You know, Tyrell has come a long way. He's he's developed into a complete receiver this year. And before he got hurt and slowed down, he was having the best year in that group uh, because pe- people were giving Keenan a lot of respect and, and he's enough for Ty. And, you know, when Ty got hurt, Mike came in, and Mike has just picked up where, you know, where he left off at OTAs and training camp. You know, Mike's had an outstanding year so far. So I got confidence in all those guys.
2: How healthy is Joey Bosa? Is he all the way back?
1: He is uh, getting better every single week. You know, uh, I would expect him to start hitting his, uh, uh, start getting into a rhythm right about now. You know, he needed some he needed some games to get just to get adjusted to the play speed and and uh, get back out there and and getting and getting great shape. But right now, he's he's back. i would say he's back right now.
0: Uh, we're talking to Anthony Lynn, the head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers, mm-hmm. who tomorrow night will be uh, will be in Carson taking on the Ravens. Anthony, I was curious. I was looking at your uh, at your history as an assistant coach, and and boy, you you certainly paid your dues in this league. You worked on on several different staffs, but you also worked under some great coaches. You worked under Mike Shanahan. You worked under Bill Parcells. You worked under Rex Ryan. When you're making calls now, when you're making head coaching moves, who's the voice you hear in your head more than any other? Did one of those guys influence you more than any of the other guys?
1: You know, I've been with some great coaches, even in college and high school. I think some of the best coaches in the world are actually in high school, to be honest with you. But I've been with some good ones. And uh, coaches were always like father figures to me because I grew up in a single-parent home and I looked up to those guys and and they kind of looked out for me. And so I've taken a lot from a lot of people. I can't really just say one guy. But I just try to carry out a lot of their lessons through my personality. But uh, I think Coach Parcells probably caught me at the right time you know I was uh, four or five years from playing the game I had owned a construction business and uh, I sold my business right before I went to the Dallas Cowboys to work underneath him and football was all I had I didn't have a plan number B so I was all in and he got me when I was really when I had that attitude of being all in and I learned a lot in those two three years I was with him I learned a ton but I I learned a ton from all those guys Mike Shanahan George Seifert, Bill Walsh Uh, like you say I've, I've Been blessed to be around some very good coaches, Romeo Cornell, and even some really great assistant coaches like Alex Gibbs, you know, and so uh, college guys, Spike Dykes, Dick Winder, just unbelievable coaches, so.
2: Coach, uh, when you guys head into the playoffs, I know you still got some work to do, but when you're on a roll like you guys are on, is it important to keep playing or is it is it more important to have a week off and have that buy? and, and maybe do you worry sometimes I might get you out of rhythm to take the week off and you're in such a nice rhythm and you're winning week after week
1: you know that, that, that's, that's a concern but I've done it both ways and been very successful you know I had had a bye week, won a Super Bowl. Uh, went straight through wild card, won a Super Bowl. You know, so uh, I think it just depends on the the focus of the team. You know, and, and I think this team has done an outstanding job of eliminating distractions and staying focused on the on the task at hand. And I don't think a bye week would get us. Off, off track. I think it, I think it could benefit us from, from, you know, gaining some rest and, and some recovery time and then go play a good football game. So, uh, I would love to have a bye week, but we might not have that option, you know, uh, unfortunately, it's not enough. It's all in our control. All we can do is win these next two games, and if Kansas City drop one, then I definitely welcome that bye week.
0: Uh, Anthony Lynn, head coach of the Chargers. Two quick things before you go, Coach. First one is we got a lot of calls, a lot of questions, about the two-point play that you won the game on in Kansas City and how Mike Williams got that Open was And and I know I don't want to throw the Chiefs under the bus because you compete against them, but was that just a miscommunication on their part, or was there any misdirection on your part that you thought might confuse them when you ran that play?
1: No, there there was some miscommunication on their part, and that's not throwing them under the bus. You know, it it, it was. That's exactly what happened. Normally in a situation like that, you know, they're going to play you man, and if you play you man, you might... Uh, you know, the inside guy may get picked, uh, or they're going to banjo it and they're going to exchange. Well, either way, it makes you think. You know, you're just trying to make you play a little slower so we can just get a step on you. Well, you know, we got more than a step. You know, they they busted the coverage and uh, guys wide open, but uh, it, it was designed to slow them down for sure. So, I mean, I get, yeah, I get, it's a good design by offense coordinator. can with that.
2: Okay, coach. When you're a head coach like you, or even. In the NBA or even a baseball manager, is there a time when, in your personal life, you're just at home, you're not thinking about the game, you're not thinking about the team? Do you just like, can you just like take it out of your mind, just concentrate on your family, where football doesn't always like pop up in your mind every other minute? Man, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know it was. So- it mean, seemed like I it would try. consume you. <laughs>
1: uh, it's, it's just, it just doesn't happen. Yet, yeah. You know? yeah. Well, I mean, oh, I got. Go ahead, Coach. My wife coming in today. My daughter just flew in today oh. for my birthday. And I, I like to think about this damn game. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's in I your blood. I was wondering
2: about that about you head, coaches. Coach. Does the game just consume not, you? Just can't think anything not else? In,
1: not
0: in football season, yeah. right, Coach? A, maybe no, maybe in the summer. It,
1: but there'll, there'll come a time in, in a month or so, but not now. Okay,
0: mm-hmm. now, Coach, last thing. You mentioned your wife's coming in. I worked for 25 years in TV news and i'm friends with a lot of news anchors your wife stacy is a news anchor in new york and all my friends who are news anchors always say uh, there's one thing i know about them they're they're very personable often attractive but have no social life cuz they're always working and they're always saying to me i don't have any time to go out how did you meet your wife
1: you know we we met on a blind date uh, there you I go was, yeah i was i was leaving dallas I, you know, i was just coming off a divorce and leaving dallas and actually, I was going to San Diego at the time, on the San Diego Chargers, and uh, Coach Parcells called me in because he decided to retire, and he was concerned about his staff. And he said to me, he goes, I got you a job in Cleveland with Romeo Cornell. And he was all excited about it. I mean, he had the contract already. And I'm like, Coach, I've kind of committed to North Carolina. I'm going to San Diego. And he's like, no, I want you to go to Cleveland. And so, you know, I, Doing him a solid, I went to Cleveland, and I was, like, single at the time. I'm like, San Diego, Cleveland? Are you kidding me?
0: (laughs) That's a great story.
1: But I I went to Cleveland, and and my second year there – uh, someone introduced me to Stacy. We went on a blind date, and, and the rest was history.
0: Oh, that's a great story. Well, listen, so. Coach, most of all, we want to thank you for coming on on your birthday and wish you all the luck in the world, both tomorrow night and moving forward. Hope you make it all the way to the Super Bowl. Thank you for Thanks. coming on. Hey,
2: right, guys. Thanks for having me. All right, there's Anthony Lynn. Boy, they got uh, a chance to get there. They yeah, but well,
0: you know, if you, if you guys want to read up, he's an amazing story. He mentioned Bill Parcells in Dallas. Mm-hmm. They were in training camp in Oxnard. He got hit by a drunk driver in a car walking across the street and almost died. Whoa! With Todd Haley, remember Todd Haley, the guy who was the Uh you know coordinator in Cleveland and one one time head coach of the Chiefs. Haley was there with him. Haley and Lynn were walking across the street together. It was a dark street, and some guy drunk in a car ran into it. Didn't they see the car coming? No, no, no. He was. I guess the guy had his lights off, and it was it was like completely the fault of the driver. But Anthony Lynn survived it. And now today he turns 50, and he's 11-3 and three yeah, and going man, for it. So yeah. by the grace of God, go we. That's right. All right, coming up next, Sean Kelly, our buddy from the New Orleans Pelicans, who also does some work for the Saints. Hey, the Bahamas Bowl is on. I, I thought about you. I'm surprised Woo. you weren't watching this
2: earlier. I wish I was there.
0: <laughs> Sean Kelly will join us next. We'll talk about the Pelicans, who play the Lakers tonight. We'll talk about the Saints, who the Rams are chasing. That's next, ESPN LA.